And welcome into Monsignor Bonner, Archbishop Prendergast High School here in Western Philadelphia. It is a crescent moon that dots an otherwise perfect sky this evening with the skyline of Philadelphia to our left. Bob Long and Brian Kammersgaard alongside for LaSalle College High School Soccer right here on BLS. We've been here all year long. And this, Brian, a big matchup here for the Explorers. They are third in the Philadelphia Catholic League as we get underway. And they will await the victor tonight of, Arch, of, of uh, Roman Catholic and Father Judge, the top two teams in the Philadelphia Catholic League. Playoff implications on the line, still a couple games before the end of the regular season, but those are the two top teams in the table right now, Judge and Roman, and depending upon how this fair goes tonight, we might have a different looking table on Saturday morning. Yeah, you know, Judge is good. I mean, and I, I've been lucky enough to see them play twice this year. They have one of those teams that are special, and I think they are going to be very hard for anybody to be in the Catholic League, let alone in the, in the districts. It's going to be fun to follow them. Kick is underway here. Gabe Holder, the recipient for LaSalle, he's the right back, number 20. Holder, a senior defenseman as the ball comes towards midfield. Brett Hodgechuck is right there. Explorers try to send it wide. It's broken up in the middle. That's number 10 for Monsignor Barter, Ben Maselli. But then the cross comes in and it's mishandled. It's going to be a goal for the Explorers. It was a one-hopper right to keeper Andrew Bell and just unable to corral it, it snuck right by him in the dive by Bell after it got behind him. Not enough, one nothing. Explorers. Yeah, that was not good goaltending. I think that, that we can all agree on that. It's, uh, that's the kind of play that, that he's going to want back. It's unfortunately that he, he takes a bad jump in front of him and he mishandles it a little bit and fumbles it over the line. But again, the Explorer do what they have to do in this type of game is you got to get shots and goals. you got to get... Um, even though that uh, Bonner is 211, it's the type of team that that uh, early in the year they they beat um, they were able to beat uh, McDevitt in in what I would think is a little bit of a upset and and here it's it's uh, it's uh, LaSalle comes in and they they take the shots early and they score. Explorers lead one nothing. Maselli for Archbishop or for Monsignor Bonner, I should say, had the ball and lost it in a bad place. Led to the shot from the Explorers and the misplay by Bell. Now the Explorers are attacking once again off the ensuing kickoff. Ball is knocked out of bounds by the left defender of Monsignor Bonner. They'll say last touch by the Explorers. Throw in comes to the Friars and thrown out of bounds. Never came inbounds, so it'll be LaSalle throw Gabe Holder to take at number 20. Back to his center back, Cara Dorini. Cara Dorini will switch fields up towards the midfield stripe. Maselli there trying to avenge himself. Turns it over once again. Numbers for the Explorers. The through ball will be knocked past the end line. It'll be a corner for the Explorers. And a nice play by number five there, Charlie Miller for Monsignor Bonner because Sean Clinton would have been right on the end of that yeah, if he, he wasn't been. able to knock it. And I can tell you, this is, again, a situation where LaSalle here can take advantage of these corner kicks and their set plays in the game, and, and they go, they're going to extend the lead if they do because they... Uh, I'm not sure Bonner can really defend it very well. Alex D'Angelo takes the corner, and it's going to be knocked over the bar. It was a good opportunity right to the far post, Brian. LaSalle had a man. It might have been Kevin Lane, number 11, but could not get that on frame. 36.05 to play. It's an early score here for the Explorers in really the first run of the game that gave them the lead, and they still hold that lead. It's a, it's a kind of game now if... if uh, 
if Bonner has to get into this game, they got to be able to control the ball. they got to be able to keep it on the ground and get forward. And, and if they struggle with this, this is going to be a long night for them because LaSalle is quicker. They are a very fast team. And, and uh, if LaSalle can keep the ball on the pitch, it's going to be a long night for Bonner. Kevin Lane and Patton uh, had tried to play a little give and go. Spencer Patton sent it past the outstretched leg, but a quick turnover by Arch or by I should say Monsignor Bonner. All the all the classes of bishops, Brian, are Monsignors and Archbishops, and this one's in a Monsignor, Monsignor Bonner. Able to clear it out. Now the explorers come forward. Brett Hatchuk. Wearing the gloves on his hands. Gets the ball taken away, but harmlessly cleared back. Now it's D'Angelo with the ball. He'll send it in towards Patton. A head ball. Becomes onto the foot of the Explorers. That was Jimmy Natale, the center back playing up in this particular run. Sean Clinton on the outside has it. Comes with his right foot. Comes to his left. Now takes on a double team. Still has the ball. Finally loses it, but it comes to the foot of his teammate Patton. Now Patton loses it in the middle of the field. Again, you... you I like the fact that LaSalle is trying to go wide here and, and bring the ball in. Uh, Clinton's got to play the ball quicker there, and if he does, he has a couple guys open uh, towards the back post. So he will, if they need to take advantage of their width, they need to play the ball quick and get rid of it quick. D'Angelo, now Natali. Natali sends it forward. No one making the run. And the new goalkeeper, Anthony Harper, just checked into the game number zero. He makes the save and will get his punt for off towards the midfield stripe, his first of the match. I think that uh, on that play the goalkeeper made, well, it was probably a little hard on him because it looks like he got hurt. He may have pulled a muscle or something, but he's out for sure, and uh, now it's going to be interesting to see how this young, is, this young keeper is doing in this game where he's probably going to face a lot of shots. Now the Explorers turn over the Friars in the open field. Bonner has to retreat here as D'Angelo lifts the ball. He was looking for Lane. Lane couldn't get there. It's headed out of bounds by the Friars, however, and it'll be the right back Gabe Holder. Good strength here by D'Angelo to keep the ball on his back, but a little bit lazy on the touchback to his teammate Ladschuk. Yeah, it's again, like I just said, it's one of those things if they are, if Bonners have to stay in this game, they really have to control the ball and keep it on the pitch. Lane had the ball down near the goal line and whiffed. <laughs> on the cross attempt and it went out of bounds. So now it'll be Harper, the keeper for a goal kick for Monsignor Bonner. We'll see again an absolutely perfect night for football this evening. Not a cloud in the sky, a crescent moon, and the Philadelphia skyline two hour left. No rain in the forecast and in the low 60s, high 50s. Doesn't get much better than that, Brian. It's great soccer weather. I don't think any soccer player will complain about this weather. It's not too hot and it's not too cold and and you can, you can uh, you're not going to you're not going to have heat stroke here, and at the same nope. time, you need to work hard to, to, to stay warm. So this is perfect. This is perfect soccer weather. Matt Hope, number nine for Monsignor Bonner. Cleared the ball up the field. It was knocked out of bounds by the Explorers. Now on the far side, Bonner set to throw in. Headed by the Explorers. Not possessed, however. There's a fight in the middle of the field for it. Knocked off the back heel of a Friar. Now Explorers come up with it. A little bit of room here for Latschuk. Spencer Patton now on the ball with the left foot. Comes towards the end line. Fighting with two men. Tries to knock it off him. It stays in bounds. And it's knocked off Patton now by the defenseman. 
Center back number 12, Andrew Markopoulos. I think the referee got that wrong, to be honest with you. But as it goes, um, you just got to play on here. Again. Big throw here from Hope. It's trying to run it down, but now the turnover in the middle of the field. My apologies, Brian. Now Hope comes on to it. Good opportunity for the Friars. Turned by the edge of the box on the near side. Friars have the football. Here we go now. Once again, moving across the field. Explorers have defenders back. That one volleyed forward by Natali. Can't keep it, though. Caradorini's there as well. Shot likely upcoming here. Friars have been trying to get it off for about 45 seconds. Nice couple of moves in the box. The shot doesn't get to Werner. Try to clear it now to the Explorers. Still on their heels. Yeah. Uh, the Friars are all over them. Way too many turnovers for both teams right here in this, in this phase of the game. LaSalle's got to do much better with the ball, especially in their own third, to keep, to keep Bonner away from uh, getting some shots on goal here. A momentary clear by Holder, now brought back by Monsignor Bonner. Now the shot finally comes on frame to Brett Werner, but left a lot to be desired, an easy slow roller and he will wave the offense forward. It, again, it, like I said before, it's, it's one of those things where if LaSalle holds on to the ball and just keeps it on the ground, knocking it in with their own lines, they're going to they're gonna, they're gonna come away here with a huge victory. But if they keep continuing playing this way where they turn the ball away, uh, give the ball up in their own final third, this could be very interesting. Field wide open right now as the ball comes on to Jimmy Hughes' foot, the left back, Spencer Patton there as well. And just past the outstretched leg of Jimmy Hughes as I think Spencer Patton expected him to go. Hughes thought he was just going to play it back. A bit of miscommunication and a lack of understanding results in a throw-in for Andrew Hope and Monsignor Bonner. And again, that was an unnecessary turnover, right? They, they have the ball without any pressure on him, and they... they they give the ball away, and that's what they got to really improve on here. And now a good opportunity for the Explorers. It was a great through ball from Spencer Patton onto the left foot of Sean Clinton. Into a triple team. Can't get through that. Too much all by one guy. Now Hope with the clearance. Opportunity up the field for number 17, Thea Lapis Lejaboy. And he, he's, a, he's a very big boy, actually. And, and if they can get the ball to him up there, he's going to be tough on the ball one-on-one. -on -one. So let's see what happens if... Uh, if Bonner can, and they obviously are playing that, they're playing very direct, and they're playing, trying to play him as a target man, and if he gets the ball a lot, he could be dangerous. Michael D'Angelo tried to put the through ball. Clinton was cutting inside, a nice play by the center back for Monsignor Bonner, but now he explores with a lot of room at midfield. Send it across, nobody there, and Bonner will have no problem clearing this. Up to the midfield stripe, it's Andrew Bell. Actually, that's back Clifton. They have two number ones on the roster here, Ryan. One was Bell, the keeper, who unfortunately allowed the first goal. And the yeah. next one is a midfielder, senior Bach Clifton. I wonder if the referee saw that one before the game started. That's <laughs> not supposed to happen either. But, again, we're in the face of the game now where LaSalle got an early lead and, uh, and, and Barner continued to turn the ball over. And LaSalle can't, can't quite take advantage of it. And they need to to if they play a little bit higher pressure here and they get the ball wide quick and then when Sean and uh, Sean Clinton and um, the other right wing they get the ball they got to get the ball in the box quicker. They now big opportunity for Brett Latschuk. They'll send it back. Natalie wants to let it rip. Stumbled a little bit was able to send it out wide but the turnover comes as it was number 11 James O'Connell stepping up for the Friars. Now they'll move it up the outside. The overlapping back is Andrew Hope number six. 
Uh, again, I, I will say this: that that uh, right now, I think it's it's a game that that uh, that uh, go, takes place in the midfield here, and 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 LaSalle turns the ball over way too much right now in this part of the game, and they need to improve on that. And and, and the, one of the ways they can do that is slow it down a little bit, take possession, knock the ball seven eight times instead of trying to play the ball as quick as they can forward up the middle of the field. Ball was played up by Spencer Patton. It, an easy save made by Harper, sending it up the field now, and the Explorers turn them over quickly. Up the far side is Kevin Lane. At about the 10-yard line here on the football field, try to go through the legs on the right back. O'Connell is right there to make the play, has some reinforcements, but the clearance is scooped up by the midfield. That's Ooh. Michael D'Angelo. Comes across to his brother, but offside ruled was D'Angelo at about the eight-yard stripe here on this football-converted soccer field. And, and he was offside. I mean, and again, he's got to do a little bit better holding his run. And and I guess I think you, you everybody's a little anxious here. Everybody would like to get forward and, and, and get that second goal. But I think it's LaSalle would actually benefit from slowing the game down here, holding on to the ball, keep possession, make Bonner run a little bit more instead of trying to play as direct as they are. Now the Explorers bring the ball forward after the turnover from Bonner. The middle of the field is Sladschuk working with Patton. Patton gets the ball on his left. Just outside the box, continues to work hard, maintains possession. Sends it to the end line, but nobody running on the end of it. A little bit of a discussion there from Sladschuk and Sean Clinton. And it comes again from what I just said. I think... Bonner is defending with seven, eight guys every time you get down around the box. And the way you do that, you need to pull them out of the back. And you do that by holding on to the ball, making it come left to right and, and right to left instead of so much straight forward. And I think that LaSalle can really benefit from holding on to the ball here, knocking a little bit. And then when they force Bonner forward, it is exploit the hole that's behind them. Now the long kickoff from the Explorers. Bonner just unable to hold possession. They'll knock it out of bounds. It will be a throw-in for the Explorers here on the near side, just shy of what would have been a corner kick. Now it will be Sean Clinton to take it. And again, um, again, it's not a dumb turnover on Bonner, right? They have possession, and really on, on challenge, the guy plays a, a, a not so good a ball backwards to, um, to one of his defenders who's not ready for it in the ball is uh, being kicked straight out of bounds. And, and now LaSalle has a dangerous throwing. I'm, uh, I'm assuming that, uh, that number four here can throw the ball pretty deep into the box, and, and, and here comes the throw. It's Higginson to take the throw. It'll be knocked out of bounds behind the end line. And a, a corner kick coming for the Explorers. It'll be their second of the game, and their corner kick specialist, number eight, Alex D'Angelo, on to take it. And, and like I said before, set play here, take advantage. They need to... to to take advantage of these set plays and see if they can get something out of it. Two Explorers right on the end line, three Friars right there as well. Bunch of runs into the box, comes to the far post, and the save made. Anthony Harper, nice bit of strength there in the box, a bit of a diminutive keeper, but goes up and gets it in traffic. He's done well since he came on. I mean, he, he this ball he just went up and got. It's not an easy ball to go for when you are height challenged, and, you know, and there's a lot of big, Big explorers in there, so he's good for him. Good for him. He came out and got that one. No settle from the Friars after the ensuing punt. Explorers back at it once again. Spencer Patton gets a little cute with it. One hop. They try to get it to Ladschuk. Could not do so. But now Kevin Lane able to run down the loose ball. 
Explorers on the run. The shot to the far post, and Harper is there. Gobbles it up for another save. And again, another turnover right in their own 25, and, and LaSalle makes two or three touches, and they're in behind them and get a shot off. And if the goalkeeper don't come up with a good save there, it's, uh, they're down by two. Patrick Kilker comes up with it for Monsignor Bonner. A chip forward to no one in particular, but the Explorers promptly turn it over themselves. Up the far side, here they come. Kilker once again with his left. He'll play it back to number one, Bach Clifton. Clifton now sends towards the corner. One-on-one -on -one there against the defender for the Explorers. Clinton is charging back as well. Still in the box for Monsignor Bonner. Not out of trouble yet are the Explorers. Now the ball comes up to midfield. Bit of a counter opportunity. Not a ton of numbers, but there they run. Far side play towards Clinton. Unable to run up on it. And Bonner back up the field. Good numbers for Bonner. A lot of space here as Kilker plays the ball to the midfield. Clifton there as well. They'll play give and go. Now the big left-footed attackman sends it up wide, knocked out of bounds by D'Angelo of the Explorers. Hughes in there as well, and the throw will come deep in LaSalle territory. Again, LaSalle had an opportunity there on the counter. If you pass is a little bit better and, uh, and get to Sean Clinton's feet, they're in behind the defenders and they can create a two-on-one or three-on-two, but because the pass is not good, uh, all you do is is give uh, is give Bonner the ball back in a in a spot in the field where it could be dangerous if they were able to convert their their uh, their touches themselves and not give the ball back up. Mathis had the throw in and he threw it long. Explorers were able to clear and now here comes possession up near the 40-yard line on the converted football field. Ball bounces around. Patton tries to get on the end of it. It's headed wide by Bonner, settled by Hlatschuk. Back to his teammate, now they flick it upward. Michael D'Angelo with a good settle. They'll send it up wide, Lane makes the run. Unable to get there, but forces the pressure and they knock it out of bounds now do the Friars. Gabe Holder and the Explorers will throw in. I, I think right now the, the LaSalle coaches would, it can't be extremely happy with what's going on. Um, I think they would like to have more possession like I talked about earlier, get a little bit more possession, hold on to the ball, and force, instead of giving the ball up so much, finding feed and, and just play a ball backwards here and there and to, to get some continuity going in the midfield and, and then create some chances out of the midfield that way to your forwards. But right now it's a lot of kicking back and forth and turnovers and ball out of bounds. Here's the shot, though, for you. Kevin Lane in towards the box. Nobody there for the header, but it's nearly an old goal. It's pushed wide. Number five for Monsignor Bonner, Charlie Miller, almost the goat. It was knocked oh so wide, but that was not the plan going in, Brian. No, that that again defending you you he didn't expect the ball to come down. The the first defender missed a little bit and and it hits off his foot and it almost went in and it would have been uh, two nothing if that had happened. Now D'Angelo this time from the far side comes to his right. Nobody there on the header, but Gabe Holder. Nate chases it down, sends it back to D'Angelo. Another shot, the header, save made by Harper. And after a bit of a rebound, able to scramble on top of it. That's a really nice save from Harper at point-blank range on the header. Again, he has done well since he came on, and you, you kind of wonder if, he, if he's the better of the two goalkeepers. I mean, I don't know if they would have scored the first goal if he, if he would have been on the field at that point, but you never know. And here, again, you, you wish... I mean, Bonner is a very scrappy team, and I think that that uh, that 
that if you pressure them when they have the ball, they're obviously going to they have a tough time holding on to it. There's another turnover after a bad touch. And, and it just keeps, you just got to keep a team like that, uh, pr pressure on a team like that, and they will create opportunities for you or themselves. Good give and go. Patton and, and Lane have had a good chemistry for a lot of the games we've done this year. The give and go led to a ball, maybe a little bit outside the touch of Lane, but he was able to knock it off the Friars and out of bounds. So now an offensive opportunity for the Explorers. Jackson Deal, they were trying to find him, but now Bonner is able to turn over for the Explorers. Couldn't quite maintain that possession, and the ball is back to Lane on the far side. Again, um, I think the coaches, got, when we get to halftime in 20 minutes' time, are going to going to talk to the Explorers about holding on to the ball, stop forcing the play, and just maintain it because Bonner has a very tough time to get the ball forward. And if you just hold on to the ball and don't have all these turnovers, Bonner is not going to get the ball up to up to the forwards, and that's going to that's going to keep them away from scoring. And at the same time, you're going to create some chances. Knocked past the end line by the Friars. It'll be a goal kick for Brett Werner and the Explorers. It's the first time we've called Werner's name. Werner, a very big and skilled keeper that this LaSalle program is only a sophomore. They have high expectations and hopes for this kid, and he hasn't shown them any reason to dispute that to this point. Now the Explorers play it forward. It was Jimmy Hughes that went off the side of his foot. They tried to save it, but were unable to. Out of bounds to Bonner Prendergast. It's Brendan Sullivan now, number 22, the new right back, to throw the ball in. And the Explorers backing up. Onto the foot now of Markopoulos. Markopoulos turns the ball over as well. A lot of, we keep saying turnovers here, but that would have been a nice opportunity for the Friars there. Explorers were backing up, and Markopoulos kind of just kicked the ball into the stomach of the LaSalle Explorers and was allowed, because that was what allowed the turnover there. The ball will be cleared all the way forward to Andrew Harper, the keeper as LaSalle was just trying to get it out of Dodge, and that rolled all the way down the field. Now Bonner will restart their offensive set, and once again, onto the foot of Markopoulos. Markopoulos cannot give the through ball, trying to go to the near corner. Explorers with numbers. Up the field, just out the, past the outstretched foot of number nine, Spencer Patton. Ball in the midfield. Anybody's game at this point. Field is extremely open. Lots of turnovers on both sides and opportunities for counters if these teams can string together a couple of passes, Brian. Yeah, it's very ugly soccer, let's be honest. And, and part of it is because I think that, that, that there's a lot of stake. And LaSalle uh, is still to find their rhythm a little bit. And, and, and Bonner is a team that you can see why they are 2-11. Uh, they're really struggling maintaining the ball in any phase of the game. But there's so it turns into a lot of kick and run, and the ball goes to the other team a lot, and a lot of bad passes on both parts of the of both teams. And LaSalle really needs, like I said, right now they have the ball was on the 30, and there's 10, uh, 10 Bonner defenders between the goal and the ball, and that makes it very hard to to find holes. What you need to be able to play some balls backwards and hold on to it, and maintain it, and really make Bonner run and work for the ball. Jackson Deal had an opportunity for the Explorers. It was nearly headed on frame, but a nice play by Harper to come out and get it. Now the Explorers will have possession at about the, the middle of the field here, a little bit into their zone, an opportunity to throw the ball. And a couple of substitutions come in 
for the Friars as well. Throw in. Now up the field by Natale. It'll find its way onto the foot of Spencer Patton, playing it back to Hughes. Up to Deal. Deal, the big body who likes to play with his back to the goal. Now runs onto it. Runs right into a double team and promptly forces a turnover. Explorers still have an opportunity as it was played back to the defense, and they will play it wide now. Part, part of the reason uh, uh, Bob, he couldn't, he couldn't make that pass, uh, the, the big strong attacker here, is because number three on LaSalle, uh, the, right center midfield, the right midfielder was in an offside position, so he couldn't play in the ball, and he couldn't turn around again, and that's again where I think LaSalle has to be more patient. Instead of every ball coming forward 100 miles an hour, slow the game down a little bit, you know, step on the ball and play it sideways, play it backwards, and make Bonner work for it, and uh, I think they're giving the ball away way too easy. Big shot there from Patton, but never really had a chance. Didn't even get past the initial wall. That was from about 35 yards out. Now comes towards the end line. On his own, he shoots it, but it goes out of play past the end line. Was headhunting for that top corner. Was a really tough angle, and just couldn't sw quite sw uh, could not quite <laughs> slot it. Just like I cannot quite say it the way that I want to, but it'll be a goal kick here for the Friars. It, it, again, uh, that ball really never had a chance uh, to go in. It was from a way too sharp of an angle. Uh, and, and again, I feel that, that LaSalle is forcing it, and, and, and I hope that, that they are able to settle this game down because they'll extend their lead if they do. Uh, Bonner is not dangerous in any way, and the only way you, you, you let them or get them to have chances is by doing what what they're doing, which is keep getting the ball back to them. And, and they need to, to relax a little bit. And it's, it's easier said than done. And a lot of teams struggle doing it. But I think LaSalle has the talent to do it. And I, I would expect the coaches to expect this change to be made at some point, uh, settle the game down, uh, and really relax and let Bonner work for the ball. Right now, Bonner, again, has got nine guys behind the ball. Here comes Chuck for the Explorers. D'Angelo is... In pursuit as well. He has the ball. Sends it up towards Slatschuk. It's a race to the end line, but gives up on it about 10 yards short. Knowing he wouldn't get there, it'll be yet another goal kick for Monsignor Bonner. And this Bonner team has had trouble with the possession to this point. Have played, like you said, those defenders behind the ball. And LaSalle has an opportunity, I think, if they can control that possession to dictate this football, this game of football, to uh, to Monsignor Bonner. We just haven't quite seen it yet. The quality is there. And we see some quality right now from Mark Anderson, who turns and spins with the ball, gets it out to Jimmy Hughes, the left back. Switching the field now. Here comes number three, Anthony Boyle. Boyle across to the middle, out to the holding midfielder, which it really looks like we're seeing Jimmy Natale play in more of a holding mid role than we have in past games where he was more of a center back. And I like to see him in the middle of the field, Brian. Big number 24. He does some good things for this team, was really solid in the back. But I want to see what type of creativity he can have playing in the midfield. I think part of the reason this is happening is Lasalle uh, is only playing with three guys in the back because they really don't need to have a fourth defender. And so they're able to push another guy in the midfield. Um, and that's why they really need to, to step on the ball once in a while and knock the ball sideways and force those uh, Bayern defenders away from just being able to run back and come goal side the ball all the time. Flats Chuck for the Explorers had a run and sent it past the outstretched leg of Jackson Deal, just unable to run up on it. It'll be a goal kick 
for Monsignor Bonner here. But not settled on that ensuing kick. Here come the Explorers. Bit of a heavy first touch. Kevin Lane, I should say Mark Anderson, able to run up onto it, but a foul called. And it'll be placed about five yards up past the goal line. That's where the contact happened as Anderson was trying to run down that ball. you you got to give uh, Bonner credit here, though, because as much as they have struggled uh, and had their struggles this year, they're playing very smart here. Here's the through ball to Boyle. Boyle has an opportunity, cuts it back to his right, comes back up with it, turns again to his left. It's two defenders there, and Bonner... Is able to get the initial touch. They can't clear it away. And, and good for number six, Anthony Hope, because as he slid to the ground, he almost skidded that oh, left quad there against the, <laughs> the all, I shouldn't even say gravel. It's just cement. No, that's a cement track. I, one of the few I've ever seen, but that is cement. And that would have been a very ugly right leg of his after so he, that. He pulled up well. And now the throwing will come deep. In the Friar territory for the Explorers, comes across. Deal tries to turn and fire, and that one never, never had a chance. It goes past the end line. Straight through the uprights, though. It's good. 3 nothing Eagles. Like I said before, this is the kind of game, Bob, where you, you, there's a little bit of a chess mess going on here. Uh, LaSalle is not being able to utilize their, their what I think is their big strength, which is, which is the speed they have because... Um, uh, Bonner packs it, and they are they, you got to give the Bonner coaches a lot of credit. They, they know that they're not going to be able to play with LaSalle in terms of maintaining the ball, but they can play where they can play for a counter, and you do that by packing your backs and, and play solid defense and, and, and bent without breaking, if you know what I mean, in terms of, of it's okay for LaSalle to get shots as long now as... Now here's the shot for the Explorers sent... Right on frame, the save made once again from Harper, and that was Michael D'Angelo on the really nice run. Finally, the combination of staying on side and keeping that ball inside the lines that gave the opportunity to the striker for the Explorers struck it with the left, but going down to his to his left was the keeper, and a really nice play from Harper. Yeah, like this kid is uh, like uh, uh, the goalkeeper here is like he's doing well. I mean, he's he is. He's playing his angles well, and when you are short a goaltender, that's you have to do that to get to a ball like that last one where it comes across the goal mound and you, you're able to dive, make a diving save, and he's made three of those now. He's made three very, very good saves. Now a lot of space here coming up for Bonner. They will send it through. Offside is ruled number 12, Markopoulos. Andrew Markopoulos was trying to get on the end of a Joseph Nestel ball after they caused a turnover by Mark Anderson in the midfield. That led to a three-on-three, -three, but just with a whole midfield of space to play. And uh, just offside, you got to keep your line there if you're Markopoulos. And, and like I just, I, we just talked about it, Bob, where they're playing for that counter. And that time, they got it. I mean, and they were a little unlucky that... that uh, that it was a very close offside call there. That that uh, if they don't get that call, he's in one on one with the goalkeeper, and and you gotta be you gotta be careful if you LaSalle. If you if you can't draw those guys out of the back and you have you commit turnovers high up in the field, this is what's going to happen. You're going to be running backwards and chasing the ball, and and this game is going to turn into a track meet, and you don't want that. Now the Explorers get a throw in right at the midfield stripe. A couple of substitutions. Boyle will come off. Clinton back on, number seven for the Explorers, occupying his traditional spot on the left-hand side of the midfield. And now the Explorers will switch it to the right-hand side. 
one-timer from Natalie. He was trying to get Mark Anderson on the back post, but it was knocked first before it ever got there by Bonner. Now running up onto the ball is Bach Clifton. Clifton sends it forward. No one making the run. Gabe Holder, the left back, is back for the Explorers. He'll play it forward to Brett Werner. And now here come the Explorers on a some space of their own. Ah, just a little bit too delicate there as they tried to send it up the far side. It was intercepted by the Friars. Leads to some contact right around the midfield stripe. And it will be a free kick. Now, Brian, they're not going to be able to get quite get it into the box, but I think they'll let this one rip and see if they can let some of their big boys go get ahead on it. Yeah, you would think that that's what, that's what you would think. They, they end up playing the ball short, which, which actually right there, it drew out a, a defender, and if they could have played the second ball in the box, they would have had an opportunity. But, again, just a lot of bad passing going on, and, and they lost the ball, and it turns into an 80-yard turnover. That's some strength there from Sean Clinton, who was able – to force the defender away. He didn't want to go. He knocked the ball out of bounds. LaSalle turns it over momentarily and now chips it back in towards Bonner, but they have to helplessly kick it out of bounds. It will be LaSalle throw. And this is this is not pretty, is it, Bob? It, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's very disappointing that neither team can seem to get good touches on the ball. Again, goalkeeper comes out and makes a good save there out in the box, makes it not, not really save, but a good play on the ball to keep to keep LaSalle off the board. And, 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 and again, LaSalle is struggling getting the ball through midfield. And, and, and the ball really needs to, the passes need to be crisper, the runs need to be better, and they need to, again, try too many touches per, per player here. The ball should be pinging around, and it's just not. Here's number seven, Sean Clinton. Had an opportunity to let it go. Now takes on two defenders. He's gotten himself into that type of trouble a lot. Here's Higginson, give and go with Jackson Deal. Nearly a handball in the box. Explorers wanted it. Played out wide. Jackson Deal knocks it past the end line. A bit too heavy on that second touch. And it will result in a goal kick for the Friars. Uh, I, I don't know if you agree, Bob. But it, it seems to me that, that the sale is trying to do too much here. And all they need to do is play the ball quicker. Play it faster. Uh, not individually try to do so much. Uh, just get the ball to your teammates, you know, and 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 uh, get it there quickly, and then make a run and get the ball back. And, and they're just not. There's too many touches on the ball that that gives the the that gives the Bonner an opportunity to get back and defend and get in front of the get in front of LaSalle again. And and you really need to 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 um, to improve on that part if they if they don't want to make this a, a game where they're going to struggle the whole time. LaSalle versus Monsignor Bonner here on Bob Long Sports. You can listen live on our Ustream page. Just go to BobLongSports.com and certainly follow us on Twitter at Bob Long Sports. Your score here, LaSalle won. They scored in the first minute of play, and Monsignor Bonner still scoreless. 5.46 to play first half. Here comes Clinton with a good individual move. He'll knock it out of bounds right on the end line off the defender number 12, Andrew Markopoulos, and that's not actually the defender. He was just chasing all the way back from the midfield, and now that'll result in a corner kick for number eight, Alex D'Angelo and the Explorers. They will move seven guys into the box. They'll keep three back. D'Angelo, far post. That's touched by Harper, but not out of trouble. The shot from five yards out, tons of traffic and doesn't get through. It was Hlatschuk who tried to let that one go. 
And it will be out of bounds. A throw in once again for Sean Clinton and the Explorers. The Baltimore had no chance in that. Again, it's it's a decision where I believe that instead of trying to turn and shoot the ball there, play the way you're facing, make the one of the backs uh, come in and take a, a shot from a little bit further out, but much more opportunity not just to hit it into the shins of a defender. Clinton sends the ball in towards the box. A little bit of hesitation from Harper, but he comes and gets it after just a half second of indecision. Punts it up towards the middle of the field. Now the Explorers lose possession after initially gaining it after the punt. Opportunity for Bonner on the run. Werner comes up. No indecision from him. Right on the edge of the box. Makes a great play on the ball. And, and again, this kid, uh, Werner in goal, has all the, all the tools of being coming a great goaltender. He's big. He's strong. He's tall. He's, he's very... Um, his decisions happens very quick, and that, that's what down the line is going to make him uh, uh, a very, very talented goalkeeper. He already is a talented goalkeeper. What's going to make him a very, very good goalkeeper is, is the experience he's getting as a, as a freshman and sophomore playing this team. Again, in this, in this game here, I think LaSalle is putting themselves in a situation they don't need to be in. You know, they, they, they give the ball up and they foul too much, and it really... It's got, there's only three, three or four minutes left in the half here, and the Sallies, they are creating some chances, but they're also allowing, they're allowing Bonner really to dictate how this game is being played, and they shouldn't have to. A huge counter opportunity here for the Explorers, though. Lots of numbers as Lane has the ball on the far side. He was looking for Jackson Deal, and it was Drew Desson on the on the ball as well. Explorers going. Attacking the, the goal from right to left on your radio dial. Bonner attacking the goal from left to right, but Werner has not seen a lot of action this evening. As we tick under 3.10 to play in the first half, the Explorers lead 1-0. Again, third in Philadelphia Catholic League table and awaiting the decision from tonight's match against uh, Father Judge and Roman, and, and that's a huge match for Catholic League football. A shot on goal from Desson, and... The save will be made. It was a tough angle, really didn't have enough on it either. And Harper has been there, standing up to every single challenge after Andrew Bell mishandled the first save of the game. But Brian, you mentioned this LaSalle team and the opportunities they're creating, but their turnovers, I mean, do you see this though? Do you see the town on the field as, as a team that has what it takes to compete in this league? I tell you what, I mean, it's when you look away from, from, from Judge in the, on top of this, uh, on top of this, on top of the pack. I think everybody else is is fairly equal, but I can tell you that that LaSalle has to play much much better to compete. If this is if this is any indication of how they they're going to perform um, for the rest of the way out, this is going to be they're going to have a they're going to have a tough time uh, really competing against the the best teams because um, Judge is the type of team that that don't just have aspiration of beating everybody in Catholic League. They want to win the state championship and the PIAA state championship, and, and they have the talent. And this LaSalle team, uh, I believe they are talented, but but there there is a couple pieces missing, and, and, and it shows in a game like this. They really should be dominating a, a team that's 2-11 and, and, uh, and really has... Um, they, Bonner has a tough time scoring goals this year, and that's one of the reasons they are 2-11. And, and, and with a minute left in the game, in the first half, we're still only at a one nothing game. And LaSalle scored the goal before Bonner touched the ball. You know what I mean? And that's, uh, so that was a good thing. But since then, it's been, 
It's been a little bit of a struggle for LaSalle, I think. And now an opportunity for Bonner here, but couldn't get on the end of the run. Opportunity for the Explorers, lots of numbers. The first touch, though, a lot to be desired there from Dessen, and it led to it being knocked out of bounds by the Friars, thankfully for the Explorers, certainly, but had an opportunity for the counter if they were a little bit more efficient on their runs. But here come the Explorers now down the middle of the field, led by Alex D'Angelo. They dummy the ball through, and... They were unable to run up onto it. Initial clear by Bonner. Unable to retain possession, but now they force the turnover for the Explorers. Here's some room in the midfield. This is number eight, Ryan Kerrigan. Kerrigan sends it up wide. James O'Connell tries to run up onto it. A nice play from Gabe Holder. Can he get there? He can. Here comes numbers for the Explorers. A four on three if they hurry. Bit of a misplay by Michael D'Angelo, but stays with it. The overlapping run by Holder. Holder knocks it off the defender. It goes back off Holder before going out of bounds. And with less than a minute to play here in the first half, we will have a goal kick coming up for Harper and the Friars. That there is how LaSalle should be playing all along. Hold on to the ball. Uh, make the midfield for, for, uh, for Bonner. Uh, they make a lot of defensive runs, like trying to win the ball from them, and then play the ball past the defenders. Dessen with the settle. Right near the goal line, it's knocked out of bounds by the Friars. A good defensive play there because that would have been a really dangerous kick into the box. Quickly playing, though, are the Explorers. Now they'll center it in and not able to keep his line, so not even going after it was the forward for the Explorers. That looked like J.P. Pluck out there. And I should say number 22, Chris Lang. And that is the final whistle of the half, as you just overheard. After 40 minutes of football, it is LaSalle 1 and Monsignor Bonner 0. We've seen an entire change in the way Bonner has gone about things, especially when we saw Anthony Harper come into the game. Sure, playing a defensive style of football here, Brian, but winning some decent balls, winning 50-50 opportunities that could have provided additional opportunities for the Explorers, and then a decisive keeper, which has made the difference. Yeah, uh, yeah. when he came in the game, and he, a lot, a lot of times when you are a goalkeeper, you can install a lot of confidence in your team if your team knows that you are going to make the save that you have to make. And, and here, I think Bonner is saying, look, this kid is going to make saves for us. So we can we can we can go forward a little bit more and, and take some more chances and 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 at the same time this game is again going to come down to LaSalle really needs to to do a better job with the ball at their feet and and uh, the couple of times they've done it Bob they have been able to come in behind the defenders and and uh, and create some chances still not uh, even though they have had most part of the play they. they they haven't created that one or two huge chances to create a second goal. one nothing. your score here at half after 40 minutes of soccer. Bob Long Sports coverage of LaSalle College High School Soccer, and we'll be right back after these messages. Elmark Signs and Graphics, your choice for custom signs and design, has been servicing the Philadelphia area for over 30 years. From illuminated signs to vehicle wraps, Elmark Signs is your choice for all your custom signs needs. Elmark delivers high-quality signs with a courteous, helpful, and experienced staff. Visit them at lmarksigns.com or give them a call at 610-692-0525. Again, that's lmarksigns.com. 610-692-0525. Go check out their website for some great examples of signs that Elmark has created and be sure to tell them that Bob Long Sports sent you. Elmarksigns.com, your choice for custom signs and design. 
Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to tell you about the good folks over at City Year Philadelphia. Every day, the dedicated young adults at City Year make an impact in high-need schools in Philadelphia and in 26 other cities across the country by serving students who need extra help to stay on track to graduate. If you are ages 17 to 24 and are interested in serving as a tutor, role model, or mentor, check out the inspiring stories at hashtag MakeBetterHappen. City Year is currently accepting applicants for the next school year. Soccer is the fastest growing sport in America. It's about time the most popular game in the world, the beautiful game of soccer, comes to Philly Airwaves. Boozella, the World Soccer Show, presented by the Iron Abbey, is a live interactive talk show dealing entirely with professional soccer. The show exists only to serve the love of the culture, pageantry, and tactical aspect of the beautiful game of soccer. Join Vuvuzela every Sunday from 3 to 5 on 610 Sports. Hey, Bob Long Sports fans, how can you stay involved with the site anytime? A reminder to follow us on Twitter, at Bob Long Sports. You can also access our Facebook group. Just search Bob Long Sports, and it'll come right up. And then, if you have a smartphone, you can listen to any of our live programming by visiting the Ustream app, that's U-S-T-R-E-A-M, searching Bob Long Sports, all one word, and you can access any live programming on the Bob Long Sports network. So be sure to stay connected to Bob Long Sports. Bob Long Sports, Bob Long Sports, your daily dose of sports. Sports. BobLongSports.com gives you not only the best radio broadcasts on the internet, but plenty of articles as well. Stay up to date on your Penn State football team. Stay up to date on college football, the MLB, the NFL, and every other major sport out there. Tune in to all the radio shows and be sure to check our website regularly to see what content we have up now. And when you hear that jingle... Bob Long Sports, Bob Long Sports, your daily dose of sports. Sports. You know you're in the right place. And welcome back, Monsignor Bonner High School. It's senior night here for the Friars as they welcome the LaSalle Explorers soccer team. And Bob Long and Brian Kammersgaard are alongside to bring you every bit of the action here. The Explorers 6-3-1 and one on the year. They are leading 1-0 here against the 2-11 Friars. And seating implications on the line as we teased in the first half. Father Judge and Roman Catholic going at it. At this very moment, no score update from that match to this point, but the Explorers just need to take care of business here, and they will start after a quick foul from Bonner with a free kick. Towards the far post they go. The ball lands in the box after initially hitting the leg of a Friar. It'll be knocked out of bounds by those same Friars, and now the throw-in comes to Gabe Holder. Holder to the outside. Natali was there, chipped up by D'Angelo Ball on the edge of the box. Still no real possession until finally brought in by the Friars. I think, Bob, again, uh, a little disappointed in, in the restarts of LaSalle in, in a spot where I thought they would have been more prepared for this type of game and where instead of playing a driven ball into the box, they, they play ball that's driven high, that's played high in the air and all the players kind of have to stand and wait for it to come down. Lane now. Now the bicycle kick in towards the middle. The Explorers still looking for possession. 
Hlatschuk heads towards the post, and it's a nice save by Harper, who comes up and gets it as it was approaching the goal line. Lane had a step on the defender. It looked like he was gaining ground, and so Harper needed to come out and make the save. Still one nothing. Explorers were a minute and a half into the second half. The Explorers going right or left to right on your radio dial, and Bonner still to get the ball past the midfield stripe would be going right to left. You do, like I said before, I think LaSalle is starting the second half a little bit like the end of the first half, which is surprising to me. I would have thought that they would have come out with a little bit more possession and a little bit more uh, accuracy in their passes and instead of uh, this uh, play the ball and run kind of style that's going on. Uh, I think LaSalle is much better individually than, than Bonner, so they should take advantage of that. It's a corner here for the Explorers. Will be Sean Clinton with the left foot, but not before a substitution for the Friars. Getting a little more size on the defense. They'll can, send him towards the near post. You can say that easily. The big boy comes in to, to be the right defender here. Or That's right Brennan midfield. Sullivan, the big right back, Ooh. and it's headed off pretty much right off the goal line as they were sending it far post where the Explorers. Looks like Holder was in there looking for the header, and it didn't get through Natalie and Hughes in there as well. And at that, that time, the corner was driven, and that makes a difference because now you can't get a lot of defenders under it, and you got to play the one-on-one -on -one matchups, which LaSalle should take advantage of. Really, very good ball by Sean Clinton there. Long throw into the box. It was initially headed by the Explorers. No one can get on the end of that. Now a kick all the way through. It was from about 35 yards out by Alex D'Angelo. Never really had a chance and goes wide frame. Again, this kid, uh, he's taking uh, the goalkeeper here, Harper, is taking control of this game uh, for, his, for his defenders. And, and it gives, I told Bob this at some point, it, it, it gives defenders... Uh, a lot of more, a lot more confidence to go forward and and be a little bit more involved in the game forward on the field because they know that they can take some chances where the guy that's behind them is going to make saves for them. Now Bonner plays the ball up the field. Latchuk for the Explorers backed off it, and now the possession is retained by the Friars, where otherwise they probably would have given it up. Still a 50-50 ball in the midfield. Onto the foot of Latchuk, though. Now room to D'Angelo, and there's a run if they want it. Probably not enough on Ooh. that ball, but going down was the right back. Clinton will come onto it. He spins, and that was an awkward play by a defender, wasn't it? Yes, it's uh, knocked out of bounds by the Friars. But yes, Brian, I mean that ball was not going to be enough pace until that defender goes down and allowed Clinton to get onto the ball. Now still part of the same rush, chipped in, and it's saved by Anthony Harper. But the, the, the situation we just had overhand in midfield, right in front of us, were, were like I talked about. There were seven turnovers in eight touches, you know, and, and that and that is what uh, I believe that that is, uh, is to Bonner's, Bonner's uh, advantage. You know, if the South can hold on to the ball in this game, they are going to be able to run away with it. But there's too much kick and run, too much uh, wasted opportunities and too many turnovers at this point in the game. Nico Caradurini, number two, from just inside the midfield stripe. He's got a big leg. He can put this pretty close here to the box. It's a really nice kick in. It comes down. Nobody heads it into the corner. Natalie couldn't get the foot on it. It's knocked out of bounds. Last touched, however, by the Friars. So the Explorers will stay right here for a corner. Alex D'Angelo was on his way to go take that corner, but head coach Tom McCaffrey says, not before we get a sub in here. So 
D'Angelo will go off. And it looks like number four Higginson will come in. So it'll be Sean Clinton with the left foot towards the far post. And that one never got in bounds. It goes over the end line, over the far post, and will be a six-yard kick for the Friars. Again, disappointing. Uh, a, a very disappointing dead ball situation for LaSalle. I think, again, these are parts of the game that they should be much better at than they are tonight. And I'm sure that this is part of stuff that they will be working on these next few days in training before the playoff starts next uh, next Sunday. Uh, I think it's next Friday night they start That's their, exactly right. their postseason play. And, and, and again, um, LaSalle has two things they got to obtain here. They got to obtain a good seeding coming into the PIAA uh, playoffs and also a, a, a run in the, of the Catholic League. And the Catholic League is... Is uh, even though this is a Catholic League game, the best Catholic League games are much different than this. Yeah, not their best football that we've seen them play. We've seen them play certainly a lot better, and they've given Father Judge all they could handle and more earlier in the year. That was the first game of the Philadelphia Catholic League. And, Brian, I think this is an opportunity here. They're under the lights. They're playing on senior night. And, and you know, maybe at times taking a team like this a little more lightly than you should and a lot to learn from. And the next time they will play, certainly still 33 minutes and 15 seconds to take care of and protect and enhance a one-goal lead here. But they will start tomorrow morning as well, 10.30, another matchup coming as Sean Clinton ran onto the ball. It was knocked I, out of bounds. I have some inside information on that game. It's not tomorrow. It's on Tuesday at 3.15 at uh, Council Rock North. Who? I believe it's North Penn. Uh, not tomorrow. They're supposed to play Council Rock North in, in, in a... In a, uh, in a uh, at least that's what it says on the, on, on the schedule. They're supposed to play Council Rock North tomorrow in, 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 a, in a game that was uh, supposed to be played early in the year but got postponed because of rain. I may be wrong, but that's, okay. what, that's what my assigner, referee assigner, just told me. That game is now on the 20th. I see. Okay, well, the throw-in for the Explorers now with two days of rest, so all the more reason to go hard these last 33 minutes. Now the turnover in the midfield by the Friars and just kind of carelessly kicked out of bounds. Throw in coming for the Explorers right at the midfield stripe. Still leading one nothing, and they are maneuvering left to right on your radio dial as Holder chips the ball upfield. Just not necessarily the, the frame of mind where the player, I believe it was Mark Jackson, up front needed to be in. He saw the defender coming on him and couldn't hold it off, but another turnover now by... Monsignor Bonner leads to the run for the Explorers. They need to knock it out of bounds to inhibit the run. Kevin Lane and the Explorers now to move forward. Natalie wants to boot it. Nobody up that way, headed out by the Friars. Can they retain possession? No, they cannot. Nice play by Brett Latchchuk to hold the ball. He sends it back to his teammate who's working hard. And now the overlap by Natalie. Natalie back to Latchchuk. Here's Michael D'Angelo. Thinks about sending it to the corner. Waits a sec. Now sends it over towards Clinton. The volley towards the far post. No one makes the run and harmlessly past the end line for a six. Again, I don't think Sean Clinton is can be particularly happy with the way he's playing right now. I've been lucky enough to coach Sean for for a couple of years, and and uh, you know Sean is fantastic, talented. Uh, player with his feet and and again I think he's pressing too hard here and I think that 
the whole Lasalle team actually is pressing too hard, trying to get that second goal, which is understandable, but it would be a lot easier for them if they settle down and play the ball on the ground to feet where Bonner can't keep up with them instead of playing these endless balls in the air that's bouncing all over the place. I would uh, think that they would like to do a little bit more of knocking the ball on the ground. Natalie now does play it on the ground, but past Patton, a little bit too hard of a touch and will come all the way back to Harper. Harper will wave his team down the field, take the kick, and we will get a big hop at the 40-yard line here on the converted football field. And again, LaSalle allow the one striker for Bonner to win the ball and maintain it, hold on to it for a good 20 seconds here. And that needs to be, that needs to, that urgency needs to be better, you know, a, so they can win the ball quicker. A really nice play from Natalie on defense and now carries it up himself. He's just past midfield. Here's Lane now on the near side, the right-hand side. And we have a call from the referee. It was a handball. He called a handball. Okay, on so just snuck up and, and got Lane after the initial pass there. Would have been a nice opportunity for the Explorers, but the free kick comes for the Friars. Again, like we talked about before, I think that uh, Ta LaSalle has a lot of talent here, Bob, but... but Bonner can't do much with anything, you know, and here's another Bonner. Bonner get the chance and get the ball on the outside of about the 10-yard line, and he kicks it straight uh, and literally straight out of bounds. Yeah, it looks uh, like he was aiming for the softball field that's behind the, the backdrop here, the it, way he kicked that ball. I mean, no it, touch there whatsoever. It was funny because, again, it proves a little bit what we talk about is I think Bonner knows that they are, that they overmanned a little bit, so they're trying to they're trying to do things that they really can't do in terms of technical technicalities here. And, and, and what's, so what's happening is that they kick the ball out of bounds because they're pressing too hard trying to score a goal here. And let's be honest, if the goalkeeper had uh, the starting goalkeeper before he left with an injury don't make a really, really bad play, this game is still at zero. Right, absolutely. And now in the midfield, Lane turned the ball over. Friars unable to get onto the end of the ball, so cleared forward by Caradorini and the Explorers, but sent right back up from the back line of the Friars. The give and go, one touch here from number 12, Andrew Markopoulos. Markopoulos, though, cannot find Theopolis Lejeboy. <laughs> and you can see how Lejeboy can, can, can give some teams a, a little bit of a headache. And now here's Patton, sneaks to the defenders. The save made by Harper. He reached out with the right hand, batted it down, and on one hop, able to fall on top of it. Clearly the best chance for the Explorers, and all on the individual left and right feet of number nine, Spencer Patton. Again, the chance happens because Bonner has the ball, gives it up, and two touches later, it's down the own box, and LaSalle gets an excellent opportunity, and the goalkeeper again comes up huge with a... Being that his team's best player tonight, you know, he, he comes up with another huge save that keeps LaSalle off the scoreboard. Now Bonner runs onto it. Clifton went all the way to the end line, sprawled down as he got the ball and kicked it towards Werner with the left, but the ball had already matriculated past that goal line. A six for the Explorers here. 27-14 to play second half on senior night. Here at Monsignor Bonner High School, this is Bob Long Sports coverage of LaSalle Soccer. We've been here certainly all year long, and we look forward to the rest of this season as this team prepares for the Philadelphia Catholic League playoffs. 
one nothing your score under 27 now to play explorers in the midfield higginson runs onto the ball and and the lasalle uh, LaSalle explored this year bob in the playoffs and in, in in the first part of their playoffs is in the catholic playoffs which is all has to be played within a week because on the 25th of uh of this month, there will be the the draw and seedings for the uh, for the district playoffs, and and obviously that's a hugely important to for the Catholic leagues to get a couple of teams through the districts into the state playoffs as well. In the middle of the field now, Lasalle will turn and run with it. Lane with a really nice one touch gets it up to his teammate Hlatschuk. They try to play give and go. Good body control as well as speed. Lane turns, goes down and is fouled, and that's a dangerous foul. It's about the height, essentially, of the uh, – it's at the height of the 18-yard box right near the sideline, and now they'll bring across the lefty, Sean Clinton, to send this into the box and create – a curling opportunity towards that back post and see if they can get ahead on it. Again, I would like to see Sean play driven ball here and try to hit one of his uh, teammates in the head if he's not going to try to get to the back post. Here he comes, the three steps, and lets it go to the far post. And nice defending there. One of the Explorers tried to climb on top and just couldn't get to the spot. The Friars were there, established a position, and would not move. A really good defensive play. Yeah, the, again, this is what... What they can do, Bonner, because of their size, they're able to, to stand up the attackers of, uh, of the cell. And I will say again, uh, this game is being played right into Bonner's one strength, and that is they're packing the, ball, they're packing the people back and they're playing on the counters. And, and I think that, that I don't know if, the, if they're going to be able to pull that off here, but they're certainly... Uh, giving LaSalle a much harder game so far than LaSalle probably expected they would have. Streaking run to the corner. Clinton sends it across. It's to the back post. Cleared forward by Bonner and out of trouble. But Holder will follow. Sends it again in. The chest. The one touch from D'Angelo. And it's a goal for the Explorers. That's number two. And it's number 26 this time. Michael D'Angelo with number two for the Explorers. And finally, they played that driven ball past the defenders instead of kicking the ball into the shins of the first defender. The, uh, the midfielder here of LaSalle gets two touches on the ball, and the third touch they played driven ball into the box that, that LaSalle's forwards are able to run onto and just touch right back, right past the keeper, who's a little unlucky that he doesn't get a touch on the ball to, for a corner. Explorers now lead 2 to nothing and... Brian, now you're going to have to see this Friar team open up a little bit. That's really, in some ways, you don't want to say a dagger because there's plenty of football to be played with still just under 25 minutes in the half. But the Friars are going to have to way they change the way they play. Now the Explorers once again come right down the field, and it's another goal for the Explorers. It was sent in. The keeper, Harper, unable to come up with it. The rebound finished home by Jackson Deal, and that is emphatic from the Explorers. It's 3-0. Yeah, the game is over at this point, and, and, and in terms of, uh, of Bonner being able to come back, but you feel bad a little bit for the goalkeeper. That's the only time he's really had a bad touch on the ball, and the defenders don't give him a whole lot of help there, and and, uh, and LaSalle is able to score the third goal and the second goal in a, in a, within a minute. Uh, again, uh, Bonner is not able to to create a game, so their only chance of winning this was playing the way they were, and for them to open up, it's not going to happen because they're not capable, but 
at this point, the game is 3 nothing, and for all goods and purposes, the game's over. Now the Explorers have 24 minutes to think about this 3 nothing lead and perhaps add on as well. The cap has been taken off and the seal has been broken. We'll see if the Explorers can play a bit more together. The last of the two goals, essentially just a streak down the middle of the field and the shot on frame again, unable to come up with. Now we're seeing the same type of run here from the Explorers. Mark Anderson unable to get the ball to the man as he needed to. He was looking for Clinton on the far side, but the Explorers will come back up with it. Now middle of the field, they'll play it back to the right back holder. Jackson Deal with the ball on his back, taking on three defenders and finds some space. They'll switch the field. Jimmy Hughes is there. I think, Bob, that the difference in the last two scoring plays is the fact that uh, is the fact that, that, that LaSalle's, instead of giving the ball away, they were able to hit three or four quick passes in a row, playing the ball first time, pass the defenders and not, instead of Adam, and, and have hidden the runners. Tons of numbers here for the Explorers. Deal again this time. He just fires wide. It was point-blank range. Caught it off the outside of the right foot, which is not where he wanted to hit it. Spikes it into the bottom of the crossbar of the field goal post behind the net, and it'll be a six-yard kick. And again, that happened because the LaSalle knocked the ball past the defender on the ground, so he's able to just run onto the ball instead of playing the ball to his knees or right at the defender's shin guard. So, so again, LaSalle is, uh, is, is picking the game up a little bit here, and, and Bonner is showing that they can't keep up with that type of pace. The throw by Holder comes to Deal. The big number 13 lefty Deal gets it in the middle. Lane looks to be there as well. Now it's the number 14, Mark Anderson. Anderson plays back. Deal with a chip in towards the box. And now an opportunity after a bit of a header from Jackson Deal, but Harper there to make the save. Bob, i got to ask you a question here. What happened to our nice night for football? It got a little nippy here, didn't it? It is a little nippy, and uh, I kept the blazer on. I see you got the sweatshirt on, and I think some of these players, sure, might be feeling a little bit. The guys on the field are running a lot, Brian, but yeah. those sitting on the bench, and you've certainly it's, been there. I've been on that side Those can be some cold nights. It, it's, uh, wait, but it's also exciting, like, to be honest with both as a coach and a player, because you know when it gets cold, guess what? Playoffs, baby, and that's what they're all playing for. They're playing to, to make it into the playoffs and, and make a run, and not only their league titles, but also the districts and uh, the district finals and uh, the district titles and, the, and the, the big one, which is the PIAA state final. Jaboy had tried to run onto it for Bonner, but Werner was there for a sliding save, and now the Explorers quickly move forward into the box looking for Hladschuk, unable to make the play, and Bonner clears up toward the midfield stripe. No possession, though, and now Gabe Holder plays a really nice ball to Jackson Deal. Now the ball to the edge of the box. They try to take a shot. Hladschuk wants it back. He has it on his left, and the ball is stolen. But Higginson is clicked right off his foot. Now the shot. Save made with one hand and tipped up and saved in bounds by Harper. So he does not allow the corner. That's a pretty nice save. It was a curling ball that had eyes for the back of the net, Brian. And Harper was there. A little unorthodox, but to say the least. But he get the save made and, and stay on top of the ball so the rebound ends up in his hands. I think right now in this game, I think LaSalle, the game has been won here with 20 minutes left, I believe. But what they can do in this game is they can get... Give the 
afford some confidence by getting them a couple more goals and then get them removed from the field and let's see what the reserves can do after that. Under 20 minutes to play. Final half of play here on senior night from Monsignor Bonner. The 6-3 and three Explorers, 6-3-1, and one, I should say, trying to improve that win total to 7. And now Mark Anderson will play with the ball in the middle of the field, looking for Hlatschuk, and a foul will come on that pass attempt. Here's a dangerous opportunity, Brian, about 35 yards out, straight on frame. Driven ball, baby. Come on. Let's, let's see those driven balls on net. Make the goalkeeper make a save here and, uh, and then make some runs for the rebound. Again, confidence is what the, the next couple of weeks are going to be all about. And this is one of those balls right here that can give a forward or a free kick uh, specialist a lot of confidence in his own, his own abilities. Here come the Explorers. Low ball. Unable to get through. Dessen was on the kick. And, and that went nowhere, didn't it? It's, it's again, I, 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 I wish LaSalle was taking more advantage of, of, of their free kicks and corner kicks because that is an area of this game they should dominate. Here's Jackson Deal with the turn. He's into the box, thinks about it with the left foot, instead sends it wide, and just a miss hit there from Michael D'Angelo. He was looking for his second goal of the game. And now here comes the Friars of Monsignor Bonner. A little bit of a hold up there, though. This by number 15 for, our, for Monsignor Bonner, and that's Josh Mathis. And wasn't playing the ball, Brian, and held off the defender, which allowed his teammate to come up with it. A little bit too much contact and a foul. Yeah, and sometimes you, you, you and I'm an official, as you know, you got to wonder what the official sees on that type of a play. There wasn't a whole lot there, but again, uh, they're a little bit closer than we are. Here comes another free kick. Let's see LaSalle take advantage of this. Nico Caradorini has some skill with the right foot. He puts a pretty nice ball in there in no man's land. It's headed up. This was by the Friars, though. The big man got up and made the header. Ball was able to roll back to Harper. So we may have had an offside yeah. call as well in there. I think it was a push in the back uh, on number... Uh, on number 38, I believe it is, that, that uh, went, was a little too aggressive with, uh, with his hands in the back of, uh, of one of the Fry defenders. Now the Explorers try to retain possession. 50-50 ball in the midfield. They have it. Now the kick, side of the foot, it goes over the bar. Harper had to retreat, was off his line, but not quite the precision to get that to curl underneath. And here comes that mass substitution that you could expect when the game is kind of in hand. Uh, three players, uh, four players for LaSalle come off, and, and, and four four players for Bonner is also off, and, and uh, I believe that they're removing Harper, who has been the, their best player. Uh, the, the Fries are removing him from the game, and it may be the starting keeper that's back in. I'm not so sure, uh, but here we go again. Andrew Bell is a senior. This is his last night playing on these grounds here. So certainly if he's feeling up to it, would not be surprised if that was the substitution and that was the reason why. To get your seniors out there for one last go-round. And for the Explorers with 16.45 to play here, up three, an opportunity to get some of the junior varsity guys and guys that are playing sort of both ways, both varsity and junior varsity, to get some minutes at this level. And, and that is important. It's important for the future. And, and for... It's good coaching on uh, on uh, on Bonner's uh, side here. You know, you your season is not going anywhere, and you make your seniors uh, feel good about themselves by giving them some QPT here, and and uh, and on their last uh, night at home, give them some run in front of their parents and grandparents. Well, Sal now will come up with a throw-in. 
towards the far side. Turning with it now is Dessen. Knocked out of bounds. Last touch by Dessen there, it looks like. And so now Bonner tries to bring the ball up the field quickly. Counter opportunity. Werner is all the way out. Will it get back to him behind the 18? It will. And now he'll throw it with the left hand out to his defender. That is number five, Connor Dessen. And, and Connor and, and uh, Drew was also on my team when I, when I coached on Clinton. And these are set of twins and, and both two very nice kids that, that, uh, that uh, they're also playing their last season of, uh, of uh, high school soccer. And again, it's, uh, it's, important, it's important for those kids to go as far as they can into the, into the playoffs and uh, give it a run. But Judge is going to be a tough nut to crack. Now the long throw into the box, headed forward by the Explorers, one hop, and the save made by the new keeper, Andrew Bell. And what's interesting uh, uh, about it, Bob, is that, that LaSalle, to beat Judge, probably has to play a little bit like Bonners during tonight, and, uh, and, and which is defend and defend hard and hoping that their goalkeeper can, can come up really huge and then, uh, and then uh, uh, steal a goal. And, and and come away with a one nothing win or a two to one win, and that's how you beat and upset the biggest teams. And and there's nothing like it upsetting the number one seed in the tournament. Three nothing Explorers, 14:30 to play second half. Explorers have stepped it up and scored two goals in the span of only one minute here. The first goal scored in the first minute of the half. So in bunches here, the Explorers getting what they need. In the middle, we've talked a little bit about it here, but a few too many turnovers and not necessarily the type of play that they want if this was next Friday. But again, it's this Friday. They have three matches in between now and the playoffs and an opportunity for a really talented Explorers team to learn a little bit about themselves on the road. It's uh, and they got some good uh, they got some uh, good games coming up where they can prepare themselves in terms of if they are playing both Council Rock North and North Penn, uh, that is certainly two two uh, powerhouses in the in the suburban one. Running onto the ball very well after a really nice play forward by number 14 Mark Anderson was Chris Lang, a sophomore midfielder. They got high hopes certainly for him, and we've seen bits and pieces of him, but. He'll see more play in this final few minutes of the second half. A nice play by the keeper, Bell, to come out and get it. It'll force a corner for the Explorers. And now on the far side, the lefty Hlatschuk is set to deliver. Past the back post, and it's headed out of bounds. It was a little bit of a back pedal, which yeah. prevented any type of uh, enforcement or any different type of force on that on that header, so it'll be a six-yard kick now upcoming for the Friars. Again, as the last attacker there, he's got to hold his run so he can come under the ball and and finish it with a with a quality header on net instead of having to, like you said, backpedal and kind of kind of get very little on it, and it'll go out for a goal kick. But again, I'm a little disappointed in the way LaSalle executes, and because if you're going to upset a good team, you really need to be good on those types, both defensively and, and offensively. You're, you're a tough love type of guy, aren't you, I, am, I can I, tell. I, <laughs> I, I, because it's, again, I, I, I've been in Because you type, see something, yeah. this, I can tell. To be criticizing yeah. them and critiquing them like this, you got to see something yeah. in the way that they can do this. Because you, you, they can do this. And, and this is, again, what I'm saying. If there's a funny thing 
about confidence is when you play when you play players and you and they're doing well, you can develop a lot of confidence in a game like today. But it also works the other way. If you're not playing well and you don't get good runs and you don't get good opportunities, it suddenly can begin. It can begin. To, to and you playing oh and here's a big run for Destin and the Explorers that one drilled right into the keeper Bell was there and it's knocked out of bounds for a corner and again let's be honest he's got a score on that one right could use a little bit of a, of chip there because yep. he comes in prone really like a full head of steam does Bell and just a little bit of a chip would have had that, him beaten that that would have him beaten instead of that power you 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 shouldn't be driving the ball there you should be looking to knocking it under him or lifting it over him and here again corner let's see if they drive it. Brett Latchchuk comes in with the left foot. Same place, headed straight up. One-handed and knocked out of bounds by Bell. It's past the goal line. Another corner, this time coming from the far side of the field. And Latchchuk will take the long run across the width and this of time, this pitch. And this time, Bob, the, the attacker stayed wide, and he got a quality head on yep. net for that reason. And, uh, and so let's see if, if, again, they can hit that drive and get somebody or something on it at the end. Chuck will come now and address with the right. The low corner sent through, and Bonner is able to get at least a foot on it. They tried to redirect it, and now a foul called against the Explorers. A little bit too aggressive in the box as Bonner was trying to clear. It will be a free kick from deep inside the Friar zone. And again, I hate to hard on it, but again, it's one of the things, Bob, where he completely mishit that corner, and... If you are going to upset a good team, right, you, you need to be crispy all the time because you may only get that one chance. I remember coaching uh, Central Bucks West, and we upset uh, Lower Marion uh, in the first round of districts at Lower Marion. They were the number two seeds, and we upset them because we were able to hit one corner kick that ended up where it should, and we scored on it. Now the Explorers try to move the ball. Into Friar territory. Clinton looks to be on, on it and it's knocked uh, away from him and now out of trouble. But only momentarily as the Explorers bring the ball back down the field. Mark Anderson, number 14, is on the ball towards the outside of the box. Thinks about it with the left. Instead dribbles across to center. Finds his teammate wide. They'll bring it all the way to the far side of the field. Playing it back now to Connor Dessen, the defender. Mark Anderson can't make the move, and now numbers if they hurry. But the defenders for LaSalle are back quickly. It's a two-on-five just like that. A really, really nice recovery from these explorers. Yeah, that, they did well in the midfield coming back and helping out. And, and again, it, it, it's Bonner don't have a whole lot to offer, and, and, uh, and, and LaSalle is doing a good job uh, with them defensively. Lang turns here now. Mark Anderson runs onto the ball. He has an opportunity, staying onside to the goal line. It comes across, and before that cross, the ball, the entire ball, oh so barely rolled across the end line, so it will be a six-yard kick. But would have been an opportunity there, certainly for the Explorers, with Bell way away from frame, and it looks like might have been Destin making that run. Yeah. Again, it, it's a... Uh, it was a nice play. The execution's got to be a little bit better. But if you look at it here, Bob, and you look at you look at them, uh, them meaning LaSalle getting into and ready for the playoffs, it's it's very important for them that their best players really perform at a high level because uh, when you uh oh here comes a chance and a shot. Destin with the chip, it goes over the net and wide. And and 
And let's also be honest, there's another chance that should be at least on net. And if if you get that one net, there's a good chance to go in as you are one on one with the goalkeeper. But like I said, get your best players in 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 the best possible playing at the best possible thing they can and, and get that get them going and you're gonna be all right. But if you look at the very best teams and I've been lucky enough to see C B East and Conestoga and and Radnor and all those teams play, they execute. They execute on all their chances. And that's the difference between the very best and then the next best. And if you want to be the very best, you got to score on your chances that you're creating. You got to be, you got to be at the top of your, uh, of your game. Three nothing Explorers, 7.35 to play. Explorers leading over the Friars of Monsignor Bonner here on Senior Night. And now a counter opportunity comes for Bonner. In towards the end line, this is number eight, Ryan Kerrigan. Kerrigan gets dispossessed. Now comes up to number 11, who's also dispossessed. That's James O'Connell. And the ball will be knocked out of play. Last touched by Monsignor Bonner will be a throw-in for the Explorers. This is number 22 now for the Explorers, Chris Lang. And Chris Lang uh, came up with a great tackle there that won the ball back on that counter. And that's, uh, that's well done by a young player that probably needs, uh, needs uh, that type of play to, to, uh, to get confident and, and get, uh, get into the starting lineup. Hard challenge there that time. And now losing what looked like either a mouth guard or a shin guard. A shin guard is lost by Wang. And now Bonner has the ball. Up towards the far post now they come. A nice step up by Zach Hogan, the junior defenseman. The LaSalle Explorers retain the possession and knock the ball, though, out of bounds. Joseph Brigitte was looking for Chris Lang, who has now recovered the lost shin guard, Brian, and we're back to football yeah, he, here. He lost that twice in a minute, but but uh, the number 17 for from, uh, from, from uh, LaSalle has done very well all night. He has been... A uh, very good defenseman for them. He has stopped a lot of plays, and he has. The, and what he does really well, which is uh, what I like the most about him, is that once he gets the ball, he keeps it in his team by playing a ball on the ground to a teammate, and it allows them to come out of the back with the ball in possession and create some uh, some play in the midfield. And and uh, he has done very well with that. And uh, if I had to nominate an, uh, an explorer of the game so far, that would certainly be my my pick, um, you know, and again, it's the, it just shows you how important it is to have good defensemen. Are you cold, Bob? I think you're shaking. A little right bit there. cold <laughs> here on a nippy Friday evening at Monsignor Bonner High School, and I think it's snowing. West Philadelphia, hopefully not yet. It <laughs> is a beautiful night. That might be the only thing that makes it a nicer night. And now running onto the ball was laying a nice play by the defenseman of Monsignor Bonner to clear that one wide. And can they keep position? A, a bit of a heavy touch, but. They do indeed keep possession and an opportunity. Certainly not the numbers running forward that you'd expect, down 3 nothing. but here come the Friars up the far side. Again, I think... Uh, Knocked I th out of bounds by the Explorers. It'll be throwing for the Friars. I think the, I think, the thing Bonner right now, they, they, seen, they have all their seniors on the field, and they're really playing hard trying to get a goal. And uh, it would be... It would be nice to see them score, even though you, you are a LaSalle fan and I'm a LaSalle fan. It would be nice to see one of these Bonner seniors score. But, you know, again, it's, uh, there's a class difference between these two teams, Bob. 
A long throw upcoming for the Friars. This one gets into a dangerous spot. Can it find the foot of a Friar? It can off the bat. It's headed out by the Explorers, headed right back in. And now in towards the keeper, save made. And that's a new keeper here for the Explorers. It's number zero. I'm not sure who it is. That is Liam Moran. He is a senior keeper and a guy that has played behind Brett Werner this year. And again, good for him that he gets some playing time as well. And that just shows you again what high school soccer is all about. And uh, and uh, where on a club team or on a college team, you may not get that opportunity. A lot of high schools will give seniors that the opportunities to play in latent games. The Explorers will have a corner kick opportunity. Joseph Brigitte set to address with the right. Hand up. Three steps, here comes the cross. Bounces once in the box. Now sent through. Got to the goal line, cleared off by Monsignor Bonner. And they'll bring it up the field. They saved what would have been a surefire fourth goal. I actually think the goalkeeper saved that with his, with his lower hand. Uh, it looked like he was able to sweep the ball with his lower hand as he, as he fell down to the ground. Now the Explorers, after a brief counter, get the ball back. They send it up wide, but that'll curl out of bounds. And hands overhead... Number 10, it looks like. And we're going to consult the, the JV roster for that one. This is one of our <laughs> JV players, I believe. And this is one it becomes a little harder to be an announcer, Bob, when, when, they, when they start playing guys in the last two minutes from the JV and ninth grade team. <laughs> They're not always on the varsity roster. 2.49 to play here. Only a formality at this point is the Explorers have come in. They scored the first goal. In the first minute of play, a misplay by Andrew Bell, the senior goalkeeper for the Friars of Monsignor Bonner. And then two goals in a row from the Explorers, the first by Michael D'Angelo and the second by Jackson Deal, all within the span, like we said, of one minute, which made the score 3-0 and essentially out of reach. Now the uh -oh. save will be made. Liam Moran was there on one hop. Bit of a misplay just at first, but good job to come up with the save. Yeah, again, it's a it's a it's an ugly ball to be a goalkeeper for because suddenly the ball is a little getting a little cold here, and, and suddenly the ball just jumps up on you. And he did a good job. Keeping and again, the ball in front the, of him. these are kids at LaSalle. They play on grass at yeah. Lower Bartley Field in Winmore, Pennsylvania. And certainly, you're seeing more and more of the turf field, but it, it is a different ball game. And in the Northeast, there are so many advantages, Brian, yeah, to having turf. But it is just such a different brand of football. I tell you what, Bob, last night I did, I refereed a game against New Hope Salisbury and Holy Ghost Prep. On grass at New Hope Salisbury, there's nothing like it because you can play on turf anytime, but on a damp night playing on grass in front of a huge crowd, uh, that's how soccer, in my mind, is supposed to be played and or football like we, we like to call it, but that's how it's supposed to be played and and it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Very good game and, and um, you know, I would like to have seen LaSalle been a little bit better in this game, but as the game went on, the two, the last two goals they scored came off the type of soccer they should have been playing all along. Quick balls on the ground, pass the defenders, then behind them, boom, back of the net. And that, LaSalle can do that, and I wish they had done more of it tonight. Clock is stopped at 158. And Which is a in a lot late. of these games, you won't see it at any point past two because then they yeah. go to the referees. Yeah. The referees clock and, and their whistle will decide the end of it. But we are in the final stages, rest assured. And these LaSalle Explorers 
have taken care of business here tonight and a lot to learn from, like we mentioned. Now, do they have one more run in them? They certainly might. The cross into the middle. Lang is there, sends it across, nearly a handball. And will it be called? No, it will not. Instead, that's the final whistle of the affair. 3-0, the Explorers capture the victory. They advance to 7-3-1 on the year. Monsignor Bonner on senior night. They fall to 2-12. and And now, Brian, what's really next for the Explorers is to wait the outcome of the other game being played right now against the two top teams in the Philadelphia Catholic League table. That's Roman Catholic and Father Judge. And I, I would be very surprised if... if uh, if Judge don't come out on top of that, and, and but if they don't, obviously it leaves a whole, it leaves a little bit of a, of a of a of a space to be for teams to step up and and get closer to them. But it's Judge is very very good, and and North is also good, and LaSalle at times can be very good. So it's going to be a very very exciting playoffs with some good quality teams, and uh, nobody wants to play Ryan at Ryan. So. The Catholic League is a good league. They they do something that no other teams in the area does, which is they have the league playoffs, which is what PIAA don't allow and, and uh, allowed the Catholic League to continue that tradition to stay in the league, to basically be be, Catholic, be a PIAA teams. 3 nothing. your final score. The LaSalle Explorers, like we said, picked up their seventh win of the year. They are 7-3-1. and one. A great first season for new head coach, Tom McCaffrey and the Explorers and some business still to be done. We hope to see you in between now and next Friday. There are a few matches coming up and we will keep you apprised. You can follow us on Twitter at Bob Long Sports for all of our programming news and updates. And if we don't hear from you before then, we'll certainly see you next Friday afternoon. LaSalle will host a playoff game for the Philadelphia Catholic League. It'll be a first-round matchup. Unsure of who it could be. There are theories that it could be Archbishop Wood, but only the matches and the fixtures upcoming will be able to tell us that. We'll be here for all of it. And again, for my color commentator here, Brian Kammersgaard, thanks for joining me. Very much enjoyed you having you on. Pleasure being here, and uh, hopefully uh, I get to do a couple more of these. But uh, as of right now, this uh, it's got to be a little warmer or inside maybe. But, but, but <laughs> I will see what I can do. <laughs> Build me a little 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 trailer or something I can sit in. But thanks for having me, Bob. It was a lot of fun, and uh, hopefully we will continue this. Three nothing. Your final score. For my color commentator, once again, Brian Kammersgaard, I'm Bob Long, signing off from West Philadelphia. It's Monsignor Bonner High School. Explorers win 3 nothing. We'll see you guys next time on our broadcast for LaSalle College High School Soccer.